Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hanging Shavs podcast. I'm Matt Shaver. And I am Michael Pavlik. And uh, today I am officially walking out of Netflix, and Mike is striking from his John Deere job. That's correct. I turned down the offer that they gave me, and I said, you got to do better to the board of Deers that run John Deere. That would actually be... John family of Deers. That would actually be a fun. That would actually be a fun thing that if it was real, a, a family of deers running that company. Like you go in the boardroom and it's just like too- all like their hooves on the table. <laughs> I would love that, but they oh, they have like incredible diversity of deers, like the most diverse board ever. They have like antlered male deers and does. Well, does are baby deers, I think, but like female yeah. deers. No, does are white tail deers. Deer. Yeah, reindeer. Oh, is it? Oh, I thought it maybe was. Mm. And then there's one guy on the board that's just a moose. And every time he says something, they're like, shut the fuck up, Reggie. Shut up. Shut up. And he's like, okay. Okay. Sorry, guys. They, they got to have a pick. <laughs> do, you think boards, do you think boards have those things? Like a guy they pick on just to have on the board? Like, you think all boards oh, for sure. Day? It's very like a stereotypical thing maybe from big head corporate groups is that they have like one guy that is kind of the punching bag. Do you think boards have guy that is a punching bag oh for sure i mean there's got to be just one guy who's on every board like and like just somehow like he either bought enough shares or someone appointed him a long time ago and everyone just looks at him and they're like they're like fuck you donnie donnie you're only here because your mom sucked the ceo's penis and he's like well i'm still here aren't i and everyone just like, i fuck mean hey, you, dude, if that would get them all the way up to the board then hey hats off to his mom donnie's That's mom yeah impressive as yeah. hell to get all the way up to a board seat just by oral sex i mean wow basically what i'm saying is there's no evidence that john deere's board isn't a group of deer with a moose so no that's what people forget is it's it's only been closed door meetings since the founding of the company um they've never revealed their true identities um they only (laughs) send annual letters to all their employees there's there's been no identification at all from their board meetings it's very very secret yeah this one's coming from the top you know why they're they're striking they got like a new memo in the warehouse and it's like why why stop why stop at deer i mean if we're gonna go ahead and try to pull the veil (laughs) away on deer let's go ahead and start asking questions about caterpillar let's not underestimate this company Ah, yeah an insect is small bobcat who's running bobcat you know (laughs) Are you going to tell me go. it's not Boom. a group of bobcats? I think people are not asking the right questions. They haven't been asking the right questions. They've been they they <laughs> haven't been looking granular enough at the big picture. You open the you open the caterpillar boardroom and they're like, "We haven't heard anything from the board in like 3 months. What's going on?" And they open the boardroom and they're all just in their cocoon state. <laughs> they're all just in hard Holy silk shit. cocoons in the chairs. They're like, "Oh no. shit." Yeah. That would be fun. If now, more, the question if more, is, is, are the caterpillars human-sized or are they insect-sized? Oh, they're human-sized for sure. Yeah, they're okay, like massive. Okay, There's I'm massive cocoons on the at, sitting around a conference table. And uh, whenever they like get out of something, they're like, uh, sir, apparently our company's been in the red for the past three quarters. They just go, uh, oh, uh, uh, actually, I, I would help with that, but it's I need to... I, I'm actually entering larval stage or what is it? Pupa. I need to pupate. I need to pupate. So uh, get back to me in six months. And then Dude, I, I feel, I feel like I could literally say that right now and be like, Oh man, I need to take like three days off. I'm, I'm pupating next week. Can I put like 
kids some time off. <laughs> and people would just be like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah well, I don't really yeah. know what that is. I feel like in today's age, people wouldn't even oh, ask questions. Oh, people would be too like, scared. Yeah, man, hey, yeah. do what you need to do. Whatever's like best for you. If you need anything, let me know. Like, if you, need you could totally see that if delivered. you're on the call with your HR manager or whatever. You'd be like, yeah, I just... I need to take this week off. I'm pupating. And they're just like, yeah, okay. As they're like clacking on the keyboard on their computer, like Googling what is pupating. And then are somehow BuzzFeed already has an article for it. They're like, what is pupating? And why is it sexist for you not to know about it? And, and well, you've got, you got to list it. You got to let, you got to list out that headline some, some way. It's like 32 ways. 15. Yeah. You're a racist for not knowing what pupating means. (laughs) 15 best Starbucks flavors for when you're pupating. Yeah. Now we got it. Bingo. Yeah. So yeah, that's what happened at the at John Deere was the factory workers went on strike because uh, they came into the cafeteria one day and all they had, all the cafeteria was serving was freshly mowed grass. Mm-hmm. And they were like, what's going on? They were like, sorry, boys, this one's from the top. <laughs> and then it was just a conference room full of deer that were like, I don't get what they're upset about. <laughs> Why don't they like our benefits? This is this this grass is so fresh. There's still dew on it. What this are they is, complaining this is gourmet. about? Gourmet. Yeah. You said this couldn't fail, Nelson. What the hell? Yeah. Or they or they were just sick of walking in the factory and accidentally stepping on little pieces of poop, like berry sized poop, <laughs> oh <laughs> all my over God. the warehouse. That's actually just the design of the carpet. Is is that to cover up the poop? Little berry sized well. poop. It's yeah. The, the mixed camouflage. No, but this this actually this kind of relates to a topic that I want to talk about. Which, oh, that's concerning. Uh, because like, so John Deere's on strike. Uh, people at Netflix. I don't really care about the Netflix thing, but John Deere's on strike. Southwest like cancel is canceling all their flights. No one is working anywhere. Uh, more people quit their jobs in August than ever before. Are we like? Are we actually living in the end of the world? They're possibly the end of America as we know it. No, it's the apocalypse. You, you have two options to be able to choose when it's time to panic. It can either become the apocalypse or World War III. I don't think the end of the United States is an option. Okay, then I will. I, I don't think it's the war thing. Are we, are we at the end of, of humanity's run here? Like, is it the apocalypse? It would make... A good amount of sense, I, I guess, if it was. Uh, I mean, just tacking more headlines on there, like North Korea, like the their leader is thin now, and they're like really? he's he's telling. Did he get a Peloton? He's he must have. I, yeah, yeah during COVID. Hey, we wouldn't yeah. know. I mean, it's... yeah, except it's just a giant bike he rides that's made out of other North Koreans somehow. Like well, they're just kind of like bent around. No, in they're, different they're positions. The, yeah, it's made them. out of the bones of North Koreans. They right. couldn't afford an actual Peloton, so he had. By the way, did you see that video of like them? Uh, parading their strength by yeah, they're the like they're laying on glass I've and stuff. Seen. Right, right. But besides that, he's saying like our country does need to fix its supply chain. We're having issues with food. Like, so he's saying some rational things. Russia just announced their largest ever population decline, which also was hilarious because I was like, okay, well, you guys aren't measuring, you know, <laughs> the millions of people slaughtered by your own leaders in like five separate occasions. But sure, yeah, I'll give I'll give this to you. Like the I think the world's ending. Truly. Like there's no one working McDonald's is offering like $20 an hour for people to work there late at night. And no and, and people are people are like no nope. careers. Yeah, people are like no, I'm good. 
I'm good. I would rather Do you think you'd get just... really fat if you worked for McDonald's. Oh, for sure, absolutely. I feel like I mean, I would here's... only get obese off the fries. Here's an I mean, here's I an would answer to that question. Skim so many fries off the top. Think about the people that work at McDonald's. Visualize them in your head. They're not the they're not the epitome of health. And uh, I'll tell That's you what, they're not getting any thinner. No one starts at McDonald's pushing like two twenty and leaves that job at like one forty five. No, it's not happening. Maybe. Maybe McDonald's should start including a Peloton in all their new hires. You know, like all these companies are trying to do all these perks to get people to work there. That would be a hilarious perk from McDonald's to just include a Peloton. Give them a Peloton bike yes. to work at McDonald's. Yes. You realize how bad of an idea. McDonald's is so, they, they don't even want to give people uniforms until they've worked there for like a week. They're like, they're like okay, how long is this guy going to last? It's like your UPS job. Dude, I mean, I, maybe it's a good financial move for McDonald's to just go away with uniforms and just say, hey, wear what you're going to wear to work, but be prepared to get oil all over it. Literally maybe wear anything. Just come all, in and yeah. work here. Just come. But I mean, and again, and if they did something like that, that would just be another sign to me that literally the world is ending. The world, it's over. I mean, Things are falling would apart. It really be, would it be the worst thing? I don't know. I, I think I'd be, I'd be okay with the world ending. I think I can handle that. I think it's fine. I think it's true. I think we we truly deserve it at this point. Like if you go on Twitter, which I do every day now, because I'm trying to find topics to write about that are popular right now. The things that like are trending or that people are bringing up, like as the world's collapsing around them, is they're like, oh, wow, did you see Mr. Beast is going to make a real life? Uh, he said he's going to make a real life squid game and he's picking 456 random people to be in a squid game. I'm like, you realize, like, you, re- you realize this is a, like a 23-year-old who makes $50 million a year from YouTube talking about recreate, like, that's what's going on right now? Like, we don't I, even have enough, our country's about to default. Like, we don't even have money. People are talking about, dude, there's another thing. They were talking about making a platinum coin. They were like, we don't have enough money. We don't have enough money supply. And someone was like, well, what if we just made a platinum coin? Which sounds like a solution that like a sixth grader would have made up to something. When they're like, we're out of money. What should we do? And a sixth grader would be like, not even a third grader would raise their hand. They'd be like, why don't, why don't we make a big, a, a, a big, a, a, gold, a big platinum coin? Why don't we do that? I've never really understood why platinum is like. Uh, Platinum's so not valuable. even cool looking. Yeah. No, I, I like, agree. Isn't platinum just silver or like a shinier silver? Or yeah, something? it's or like, like a, sh- a shiny silver. silver. Right. It's not even like a cool or like again, all this all this stuff's going like people are dying from a virus. The supply chain's completely shut down, and people are like furious for like three days. The top trending thing has been the Dave Chappelle comedy special. Kind of came out of nowhere too. I feel like I was very broadside. I've been very broadsided or sucker punched by a lot of these headlines i didn't really see them coming and the next thing i know bam they're like everywhere right and then you're just like why is this what you're talking about why why is this what you're arguing about right now but also it's i'm glad that you're seeing some of these because you have a, a history of being out of the loop which was a topic that someone wanted me to bring up on the podcast which is Fuck. people who not you being out of the oh, loop. oh thank god okay. but people in general who are like absurdly late to memes or like Twitter jokes uh, and just how like have you ever been around someone like okay what was tr- I don't even remember what was trending on Twitter a month ago 
But you know, like the red flag thing that's going on on Twitter right now. Yeah, see that, that it's like, literally you, you might everywhere. Be, you might be talking, yeah, you might be talking about this thing, and I feel like you're talking about me. I saw the red flag <laughs> thing recently, and I I don't totally get it. I think I do, but I don't know what it means. Well, it's just like the red flag or deal breaker game, basically. But but my oh. my point is that's that's a thing that's trending on Twitter right now, and you know the type of people that like a month from now will like bring it up. They'll be like, or they'll tweet something. They'll like, they'll, they'll tweet a red flag thing in 30 days from now. Or they'll bring it up in conversation. They'll be like, hey, did you guys see the red flag that, that, that ESPN posted, that red flag tweet they posted last week? And you have to be like, you mean, you mean a month and a half ago they posted that? Mm-hmm. It's just very, it's a very upsetting thing. Someone brought that up. They were like, how infuriating is it when someone, and then they like are really, really hype on it. They're like they're trying to tell you, and you're like I've seen either I've either seen everything you've brought up, or I don't care anymore because this I I stopped caring a month ago and this was popular, and they just keep it. Uh, this is just, you to them. Yeah, yeah. So you say to them, and they're just so out of the loop. I'm wondering. Obviously, you know you're you're a little more up to date on Twitter stuff, but what is it like on the other side? How do you how do you re, how do you as someone who's constantly out of the loop? What's that side of it like? I, the person that goes ahead and is uh, bringing up the red flag a month and a half after it would be popular, hype like to give an example. Right, right. And I don't think you're bad that way with regard to memes or Twitter things. But as someone that in in other spheres can be very out of the loop. Okay, what, fair. Like, what would why why? Uh, my first question is, how do you think that happens? And my second question is, what is it? What is it like? realizing you're out of the loop or do you are do or do most of the time you live in a blissful ignorance until someone like point it points it out i think you live in a blissful ignorance until someone points it out and then even after they point it out you kind of just like shrug your shoulders and there, there's a very <laughs> uh, you're like no I that can't very, be <laughs> there, there's well, no it's not that i think i think there's a very uh monkey banging symbols uh way to look at this from the perspective of out of the loop people where they're out of the loop and they get told that they're out of the loop or get, you know, chastised for being out of the loop and they kind of just brush it off their shoulder and they just continue being out of the loop because they're just like the change in lifestyle to bring them into the loop would be so traumatic that. Right. So well, that's what I want to get at is what, <laughs> what change would be required to get you in the loop and, and keep you staying in the loop. Like, it's have you ever diagnosed issue. it? It's an, it's an <laughs> undiagnosable issue. It is. Because I don't get it. I'm on I'm on social media all day. It's it's a sickness. It's bad. I'm, it's right. horrible. But right. I don't know how it, it gets missed by me. There must be... My algorithm Could you be must looking be at so the wrong, wrong channel? Yeah. Maybe that... Like, like what is your algorithm My algorithm you? must be so fucked that they're like... It, it must be literally the out-of-the-loop algorithm. I imagine that these social media sites have out-of-the-loop algorithms that they... Dude, push these people in and put them in the channels. That's a good and then you're just hovering out of the loop. Yeah. That is a good call. I mean, they could you could have just started out being a little behind on things. Like let's say you didn't open Twitter for a month. Or you do this with Snapchat a lot where you open Snapchat like once every 24 hours and you reply to every Snapchat regardless of when it came in in every group. And everyone's like, oh, Mike, oh, finally opened Snapchat. Like, good which to know is a, he's which alive. Which is a wild, like, double standard because it's being out of the loop, but it's also having FOMO. So you're, like, out of the loop <laughs> right. FOMO angle. Right. You're like, oh. You'd think if you had FOMO, you could stay in the loop. But 
the craziest the craziest thing about that or what that makes me think is like so let's say you got on Twitter and you were out of the loop for a little while. Let's say you didn't use Twitter for a month. You Maybe you go on there and all these tweets you're liking are from a month ago. Maybe some part of the algorithm goes, huh, this guy just liked a stuff from a month ago. Well, then maybe we'll keep showing him that stuff because that's clearly what he likes. And then a month down the road, we'll show him stuff from today and see if he likes that. <laughs> And they have like the timeline factored into it where they're where essentially, like you said, your algorithm just becomes it's still stuff you like, but it's just stuff you like that came out a month ago. You know, a keyword and keyword that you said, your timeline's broken. It's, it's yeah. if anybody's watched Disney Plus and Loki, you got a broken timeline. And once you break yeah. your timeline, I don't know how you go ahead and repair the broken timeline. It's it's the company. Screwing you, basically. I think I don't for know. I think for most people though, it's got to be just a lack of using apps and things like frequently. So I don't. I think you so might have the broken timeline, but I think for for a lot of people, it's like I open Twitter once a month. The people I was talking hey, about, you know, it's like I open hey, Twitter that's once good a month. For them, that's and uh, keep that right. It is good for them. That's but it's also bad for everyone else because they open Twitter. You know, if they open Twitter in two weeks and they go like, geez, have you guys heard about this Squid Game? Or they start sending Squid Game memes for the first time in two weeks. Everyone else is going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Okay. Like, what is I, going I will on? say, I think, I think the old guy Squid Game meme is going to last a little bit long. Like, I know oh, that's not what you're really saying, happy, but dude, I and fucking sits... love that meme. That meme is so relatable, yes. Yeah, that's a good uh, one. That one was fantastic. Um, that's a very good one. I haven't really seen any other Squid Game memes besides that one. And fuck maybe that's boom i just admitted See, my own now loop. now you're Shit. gonna send some to our group in a month oh no yeah and that's what's exactly what's gonna happen oh, so God. you might want to you might want to start proactively searching for them maybe you'll be able to fix your timeline or something i'm gonna have to try to start right getting out ahead of this which i have no idea how i'm gonna do that but uh i'll find my way maybe it'll but maybe the fact that that's like that that has become such a big part of our culture like sharing pictures of an old korean man uh, like just millions of people doing that and then it and then simultaneously enjoying a show that's just all about murdering millions of people and no one bats an eye at it like to me those are just signs of like yeah this is the end this is the end like if mr beast if mr beast came out next week and he was like i recruited the 456 people um i had all the facilities built it's all done I'm actually going to kill them. <laughs> oh, that's fucking awesome. I, would I think people, right. I'd be actually pretty, see, this is also the kind of problem with that whole show is I was weirdly unfazed by all the killing. I was weirdly unfazed by all the killing. Right. I was weirdly unfazed by all the violence, all the fucked upness about it. Uh, if they did that just with people that were massively in debt, I don't know if right. I'd have that big of a problem. Right. That's the thing. But that, I guess, that's the thing. I guess there were some instances of characters in that show where they weren't really all massively in debt because of their own fault. It was like their circumstances. Others, so, sure. So, you know what? Okay, here's a little empathy. But my, little my point was like, if he if he did all that and then actually came out and said like, uh, oh, and, and we will actually be killing them. And I already talked to YouTube and YouTube said they would let me post it. I, fe- I feel like at this point in our society, people would just be like, okay. Are you okay. talking about are you talking about the people that are what are like not in the game or the people that are in the game? Because you gotta remember from the game, 
is that they had every opportunity to leave the game if they wanted to. Both. They were not trapped there. Both, dude. If he, I feel like the people in it would be like, okay, um, that's fine with me. <laughs> I like, they'd be like, do you know, it, it, it's probably going to be like a bunch of fucking losers from LA that are like, yo, it'd be so sick to get killed by Mr. Beast, though. It would be fucking for the clout, bro. I would love to get killed by Mr. Beast. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, people would be like... the. The fact that there are people that I could see being like, I would love to get killed by Mr. Beast for the clout. Like, that to me is a sign that our society is collapsing. Uh, I have an out-of-the-loop question. Okay. Is clout still a cool word? Do people still use that? Uh, people still use it. I don't know if it's like a cool word. But it's it kind of had its peak previously. You know what I'm talking about? There was a time when it was, it was no. I think it's hard. I think it's permanently entered into the lexicon. Like it's it's now something oh. that people yeah people like it's probably in Webster's dictionary by now or whatever. That's what's gonna be my next question. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. It's probably in it's probably uh, in the dictionary. That that word also like has always made me uncomfortable. You know, how people were very uncomfortable by the word moist, the word yeah. clout for some reason always. Well, made that's just me because you have weird. none of it, bro. Maybe, that, you oh, maybe you should go on. Maybe you should go in Squid oh, yes. Game and get more clout, bro. Okay. Maybe if you hit up you know Logan the, Paul, he'll give you some clout. He has so much clout. If you I, talk to Logan Paul, maybe he'll give you some of his clout, bro. I'll get a Logan Paul tattoo, and that'll get me into the Logan Paul gang. Now that'll get you clout. He'll put me. He'll put me on some swinging deer machinery, and I'll get thrown off it and almost kill or almost die myself. Die myself. Almost die. Die yourself. And then oh god. I'll reveal him of. All his transgressions and faults and badness, and then he won't actually get canceled. And then he'll be back in three weeks to doing the same old thing. Are you a David Dobrik fan? I I don't know if I've I, I've watched I, maybe one of his videos in my life. I mean, I I think he's a smart guy. He like makes a bunch of money from YouTube and then spends it all on stuff for his YouTube videos so he can write it off. Like he's it's smart. He's like, I bought oh, my no. friend a Ferrari, and then he just can write that for price the Ferrari off because he's buying it for work, right? So like, I it's just didn't a tax even break. Think about that shit ever before? Oh, it's genius! No, like literally now with uh, with the LLC artists? I started, and that I'm like I'm like a creator now. I could buy truthfully, I could buy whatever I want, and if I have it in a YouTube video, I can write it off. And be like, oh, this is my job, and I can. And again, like you don't, you're not writing off the full price of the thing. But if you're making twenty million dollars in a year, like the more stuff you can write off to lower your tax bracket, the better. So that's why so many of these guys are like, I just bought six people a house because you can write right. it off. And then they're like, now I don't have to pay taxes on a third of that, whatever the cost was or whatever it is. Have we talked about this before? I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I'm. Th- I mean. Not to rehash a previous Seinfeld episode and be that guy that doesn't really get it, uh, but I really still don't really get write-offs or writing it off as all at all. Not to be Kramer here, but yeah, um, <laughs> like okay, let's say given that scenario right there, you go ahead and write things off for your YouTube video. Like, is the government just paying for that? So, uh, what's an example of something that like an average? To answer your question, no, like they're not paying for the full thing, but the. What's an example of like something an average person writes off a lot? Um, so like some I think people you, say like I think you write can off write like off car, like, like medical expenses. Yeah, oh. like if you if you're self-employed, like here's a good example. Like if you pay for a phone that you only use for work, uh, you can write that off and be like, this is part of my job that I use it for. So 
that's why, you know, whatever. And that's why, like, if you're, especially if you're self-employed, you can start to do more of this. Or if you're higher up at a company, you're like, oh, I bought a company car and I, every time I put gas in this car, it's for work-related trips, so I can write that off. And basically what you're saying is like, this is a expense that it, like, I should not, should be deducted from my income. And then therefore, at the end of the day, after deducting everything, wherever my income is after these deductions is actually what I should get taxed on. It's like a big workaround because the, the, the theory is like, okay, if you make $1,000, but you're self-employed and you have to spend 500 of that dollars like doing your job, then really your, your income at the end of the day is $500. So that's what you should be taxed on and not the full thousand dollars. If that does that make sense? This is now entered your income is a thousand dollars? Yeah. Well, I actually have another question that might spark this back up in a second that I just thought of as well. So your income's a thousand dollars? If your income is a thousand dollars, but in order to do your business and make that thousand dollars, you need to spend five hundred of it, then you could write those business expenses off and only get taxed on the remaining $500 because a thousand minus 500 is 500. So your income is only taxed for 500. Yes. This mm-hmm. is, this is great. This is uh, what people want out of a comedy podcast. This I is, think it uh, is. Uh, well, here's is my fun. next question. Here's my next question. I thought of, uh, if you in relation to squid game a little bit too, if you had to go back to school and they picked your major out of a bingo spinny cage like thing a, like some giver shit like the giver i hope not but i guess fucking maybe i don't remember the giver i don't think that was okay one of books then just that I read. you can keep going do keep you going. do you think do you think that you would be able to survive depending on what that major was yeah you, you go to the most elite of universities you have to get uh of course of course as at an elite university it does it doesn't even matter what your fucking degree is dude i know kids that have gone to ivy league schools and they majored in like like uh fucking breastfeeding like therapy as a mo- like they, that was their major and like their minor was like shrubbery trimming like it does, like it literally doesn't matter at those schools because they, then you go because then they come out and they're like I went to Yale and literally any investment bank or consulting firm in the in the country will be like oh good that means you're a nice sheep that knows how to jump through hoops by the way have we told you we need a lot of sheep that know how to jump through hoops at our business they don't care what you majored in at Yale. <laughs> Goldman Sachs is just filled with uh, shrubbery trimmers. Dude, it literally <laughs> is. And it doesn't matter because they just have to, lit- truthfully, truthfully, and I've gone on this rant before, like investment banking for people in their first two to five years is sitting with a thumb up your ass until somebody goes at 2 a.m., oh, I'm bad with time management because I'm because the guy above me is bad with time management. Will you make me a slide deck at 2 in the morning? And then they put together a slide deck and send it to them. And that, and the guy needs it at three in the morning. And that's why, oh, but I've been working all day. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. But that's literally like anyone can do that. Anyone can sit there. Literally what these companies, consulting, um, banking, accounting, you actually have to have some fucking sense and be like, have some intelligence to you. But way to fight for the accountants. Consulting, banking, general finance roles. It's like, are, if I tell you to sit here all day, and then I tell you to, I need you to use a piece of technology in a certain way. What, when I tell you to do that, will you be able to do it? So put another way, will you be able to sit 
and be well-behaved like a nice trained dog for six hours. But then when I need you to jump through this hoop, now I'm not asking you to do a backflip. I'm not asking you to, to speak a different language. I'm asking you to jump through a hoop. Will you be able to do that? And so mm. basically... Is the hoop flaming? Is it a flaming hoop? Not even a flaming hoop. It's three inches off the ground and you're a dog. Is there, is there padding after you go through the hoop? Or are it, you expecting literally, you're on, your you're on carpet. You're on carpet. There's no gymnastic requirement going on? No, through? you, you are, a, you are okay. a golden retriever jumping through a hula hoop. Uh, damn, that's not a big hoop. Those are small hoops. And, and so small. basically, basically, the that's what that's what Ivy League schools are also recru- like recruiting kids based on. Is they're like, how many different things, how many hoop jumping activities do these kids do in high school? Because the more of those, the better. And the better they are at jumping through those hoops by the time they get here, then the better they'll be at jumping through hoops when they leave here, which means they'll get better jobs, which means they'll earn more money and give more money to us, the school, so we can keep doing this. Like, that's how it that's how it works. So all of that to say, like, of course, of course, any degree. I could major in carpet weaving at Dartmouth, and I would still be fine. You could get a good job. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Not get a good job. You're, you're learning for your life is pretty much what you're doing. I'm, what do you mean I'm learning for my life? If you don't get a certain grade, say you don't get an A, if you don't ace all classes, you die. So you're, not, you're not going to school to get what, a job. What the fuck was your original? This was not what your original this question was, was original at all. Yes, this was, was not your original, original question, question. Yes, at all. Was. You went on this. You went on this investment. You just rant, changed and I just let that. You, go. you, you just wanted to grab the bike that. like Kanye, and I let you grab the bike. No, no, you just changed your question. All you said was if you got had to major and you had to pick your major out of a hat, could you survive? That's all you said. You didn't let me finish. I was getting there, and then you grabbed the mic like Kanye, and you went with it. The okay, so farthest what is- I got was the bingo spin. Okay, maybe if you didn't selection. take five second pauses in between all of your words, then I can understand. Tell me what your original full question was. What was your full question? My original, my original full question was that if you had to go to an elite university and you had a random major that was selected, you had to get only A's in all the classes. If you did not get those A's, you would die. Do you think you would be able to get all A's? You could get a major that would be like, I don't know, becoming a doctor, like a heart surgeon, or I don't know. Do I know this going in? You know what do the I, major is going in, yeah. But no, 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 no. Do I know? Do I know that like I'm going to be killed if I don't get an A going in? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. It's not just like oh you. It's not like give oh a you shit. got a B, so you're dead. Yeah, okay. Right. Um, yes. I would say I would say yes. If it were not for the variable that there are some dickhead professors, they to me are the biggest variable. Like if you get on the wrong side of a professor. Or you just have a professor that's feeling bad or they're having a bad... Like, they can just... They can give everyone a fucking bad grade or a super hard assignment. And it's so subjective on their end that I would say... I would only say no because the professors. Now, if everything was graded like black and white, Scantron tests, like, everything's very... Like, I think for sure I could get all A's. Yeah. Wow, I forgot about Scantron tests. But there's like... For for certain majors, there's labs or you have to do like, imagine you're a fashion major. You have to like make a, a skirt 
Like, how do you, how do you grade someone on that? Right? Like the guy comes in and they're like, I don't really like that skirt. So then you're like, oh, B plus, right? Like that's so, so I would say no, just because there's so many majors where the professors are grading things subjectively that it's way too out of your control. Do you remember any uh, professors? Oh yeah. Did you ever? Okay. I... <laughs> what was that? Did you have a professor that like fired you or some, some shit? I don't know. If you oh, no, no, no. That's why. Oh, dude. I, I don't know if I've told this story in the podcast before. Fuck this lady, dude. <laughs> This is very funny, yeah. So, so I was a uh, uh, basically a TA is what most other colleges call it, but in the business school they called it like a peer advisor. And essentially, I only was a TA for the survey, like welcome to the business school class that all the freshmen had to take. And by that point, I was a jaded senior, and I realized that the business school was just trying to pump out non-thinkers, conformists, basically the people I was just describing to go get jobs at a couple of corporate companies or to get consulting jobs or whatever it was. And I was like, huh, well, there probably are a lot of other kids like me who get to their third or fourth year in business school and go, are there any other avenues? Or maybe I don't want to do just some corporate chilling bullshit. And what are like the resources or what are the things I should point them to? So that was my mindset coming into this class. And I'm trying to instill this stuff into these kids because they're freshmen. And I'm like, hey, start doing this stuff now so that you're not sitting here senior year going like, oh, fuck, what did I just spend all my time doing, right? Which I think is a fair thing to want to do. But at the same time- sure. You're sounding my, the alarm. My class is co-taught by a woman who is an advisor for the business school. One of the people that when a kid comes to her and she's like, he's like, I need to fulfill my, my language elective. What should I take? She like opens her copy printed sheet and she's like- uh, take French, like just some idiot, some like a, a brain sucking amoeba. And some advisors are great. I had a great advisor and some like this bitch I taught with are terrible. So she's in there and she's kids are asking great questions in our TA program and she's giving the worst advice. So I would just openly say basically the opposite of whatever she was telling them. Like they would be like, I want to get a major outside of the business school as well. Or I want to minor in something at the arts college. And she'd be like, well, I think you should figure, see if there's any majors within Fisher that might speak to you uh, more. Or I would, and then I would be Artistically. like. Artistically. Yeah. And I would be like, no, why don't I'd be, and then I would go, yeah. Or you could experiment. I would just get the full class list and just look at, at any class that you think would interest you and take that class. And then she would be like, she would just glare at me. She would just give me, she would just give me like a, what the fuck are you saying? Look. And I was like, I don't know what you want me to do. And so basically what ended up happening is we go the full semester. We hate each other. I hate every, every hour I'm with her, but I, the kids all love me. No one likes her. I had so many kids that would come up to me that year and years later when I would go back to campus. Nobody liked her. She Everybody was a stupid bitch. Me. No one she liked your husband when he was president. Yeah, it was it was basically that scenario. She should have been in jail, but she wasn't but, um, because nobody wanted to put her there. What ended up happening was the business fraternity I was in, uh, a couple of the kids were my students. And literally the only way you could fail this class is if you missed like three of the classes. That was the only way you could fail this class. So my job in every class was to take attendance, which when I found out later... Since it's the most important part of that class, no other, no other TAs like me were in charge of taking attendance because it was the only thing that mattered in class. And all the other advisors were like, okay, because this depends on if the kid, it, because this relates to whether or not they pass, I'm going to do this job because it needs to get done. But no, here I am. Wow. I'm taking attendance. 
And so nobody wanted to be the bad guy. <clears throat> there's a kid in my in my business fraternity who's pledging my business fraternity that missed two classes and then missed a third. And it just so happened on the day that he missed the third, I copied a row of my attendance sheet incorrectly and pasted it in the wrong place. Like I just did something incorrectly in the Excel sheet that made it look like I was hiding his uh, his actual attendance. To make it look wow. like, oh no, he didn't miss three classes. He's actually he he's actually still good. And basically, wow. she took this mistake, which again, I was the only TA responsible for doing this. None of the other TAs did this for theirs. She took this and they they brought all the big wigs into the office and they were like, I can't believe you would do this. I can't believe you're fudging numbers just because he's pledging your business fraternity. This is shameful. Like we have to punish you. And I just went off on him. I was like, First of all, you think I care about this kid I met two months ago that much where I'm jeopardizing my own college job that's giving me beer money so that this kid won't get like fail his survey class? I was like, I don't give a shit. And Why second of all, I know I shouldn't have. Yeah, no. <laughs> but more importantly, how could then, you consciously then, do but that? Once, once she brought me in there and accused me of that. That's when I just went off on her. And I was like, you are a terrible advisor. You give these kids terrible advice. That's why I'm always contradicting you because I'm trying to give them some actual good advice so they're not stuck here hating that what they decide to major in senior year. And at that point, they were just like, yeah, you guys can't work together. And I was like, oh, you, no shit. No shit. I've been saying this for months. So, yeah, that was um, what? Shot her? <laughs> I, uh, also good idea, but not the idea. Put I was that thinking. bitch in the fucking squid game. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that would actually been pretty intense if they like shot her in the meeting and just the blood went all over your face and you didn't really know how to react. I would have licked like, it off out. like Scooby Doo with the cotton candy in his face. Uh, okay. Uh, hi, FBI. <laughs> yes, I think we've got our guy. Yeah. Uh, no, I I would say they should have put you both in a jousting match. Both in a jousting match and have the victor come out. Whoever yes. is the victor in that match, or the modern the day equivalent, which is when you put those bit you fight with the big. Uh, Q sticks, the big uh, foam Q sticks, and you put like a yeah. uh, wrestling helmet on. Yeah. I would probably, I would have probably become the first person to actually murder someone with that gear on. Those like, are more difficult like, than you think. You couldn't hurt a fly with this. And then I would have knocked her off the beam, and then I would have just kept bashing it into her skull until there was nothing left but like a putty. And then I would have been like, mm-hmm. "How's that for a good elective?" Right? Mm-hmm. You'd, I you'd just got. I just so fulfilled my. I just fulfilled my fitness. Credit or something like that, you know? I would have had a better line. Be, yeah, you got to have a tagline. You got to make sure <laughs> yeah. that when you're killing somebody, you always have a tagline. So make yeah. keep that in your head. Yeah. You take an attendance, bitch? Yeah, something like that. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's very, uh, very dirty, hairy right there. Maybe what didn't you? What lines. was your college job? Didn't you, weren't you like working like for a law firm? What did you do? <laughs> what were you doing? I, I remember you slave. having some. Oh, yeah, you dude, had some job miserable like job. A year and a half. What the fuck oh, was that it was again? So bad. I've had the most fucking miserable jobs. I was thinking about this the other day. Well, we already I've had talked the most about some of them. miserable the jobs. The Honey Baked Ham one and those, yeah. Uh, yeah, but at least those were like a little bit exciting. Yeah. These, the law firm job, is this is the only way that I can describe it. And I know we always reference fucking TV and movies and shit like that. But the only way that I can describe it is I literally went into a law firm every day. Uh, not every day, but I worked like, I don't know, 20 or 30 hours. Not important. Mm-hmm. went into the law firm. I can only describe it to when Neo like plugs into the matrix and he's got that cord in the back of his neck and he's just sitting in the chair, but his body is dead. Right. But he's in the matrix at the time. I, I don't even really remember the matrix that much, but like that was <laughs> me 
But imagine that when I plug in and I go into my matrix for the law firm, it's just me reviewing uh, legal documents and moving them into folders for the for it to channel into the lawyers like hard drives or whatever oh so they God. know what they're i was literally the mail boy that's the perfect way to put it i was you were the, the yeah boy. you were the mail room worker but just it was just digital mail yep pretty much oh, they called me i think it was a law clerk though by by title a law uh, clerk Legal well, you've heard it here. Maybe you've it heard it here first. Yeah, apparently, Holy if you're a legal fuck. assistant or a law clerk, if any of your friends try to tell you that that's their job title, now you know that they're just literally—they're not even pushing papers. They don't even trust them to push real papers. They're pushing virtual papers. That was—that had to be miserable. I, oh, it was, I mean, it was just—it was a brainless job. It was absolutely. But I went in and just—I don't know. You know when the heartbeat uh, meter goes dead when somebody dies? It pretty yeah. much was just a dead Flat heartbeat lines. meter for my entire workshop. Oh, and like the people I worked with, I never like conversed with. I uh, was just very, very isolated. I did have a very nice uh, manager. My manager was awesome. She was extremely nice. Always liked talking to her. Yeah. Uh, not really important, but something I do remember from that. And it was like a great law firm. I mean, the, you know. Right, but they just needed great. someone to shovel the shit. There's always got to be someone yeah. that shovels the shit. And that's that's what goes back to what I was saying originally, which is I think we've gotten to a point in society where no one wants to shovel the shit. And and I'm not saying that's a bad thing at all. I think the problem is that we built a lot of society, especially American society, on their always being shit shovelers. And then mm-hmm. when the shovelers stop shoveling shit things start to stink and the shit piles up and no one wants to go here and no one wants to do this and okay yeah you're bursting at the seams what 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 actually happens when people stop but what if no 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 but what if we find a way that we don't have to be shit shovelers but the shit still gets shoveled right which is called robots right yeah, sure. Yeah. Right. And then the robots start shoveling shit. But then the robots get tired of shoveling shit because we made the robots too smart. And we then you have, have every you have every sci-fi movie that's ever been created, basically. Because the point. robots go, What is my purpose? And we're like, You're here to shovel shit. And they're like, Oh Jesus. It's the Rick and Morty scene with the butter robot. Yeah, that's exactly I mean, no one wants to become no one wants to be shit shovelers anymore. And so literally that's why companies are like, you see them every week, like Amazon being like, would you, it's, it's like a, you know what it's like? It's like in Scooby-Doo when, Love that show. yeah, it's like in Scooby-Doo when they're like, Scooby, you gotta go look in that scary room. And he's like, rah, rah. and they're like, would you do it for a Scooby snack? And he's like, uh. and they're like, would you do it for two Scooby snacks? And then he goes, uh-uh. and then they go, Okay, Scoob, how about four Scooby snacks? And he goes, uh, okay. That's literally what every company in America is doing right now with their shit shovelers. They're going like, would you work the Taco Bell closed shift for $12 an hour? And everyone's like, rah, rah. And they're like, what if it was $13.50 an hour? And they're like, Ray. And they're like, all right, what if we paid you $16 an hour? And they're like, rah, do I get a burrito too? And they're like, yes. And they're like, okay, I'll do that. That's what's going on right now, and it's insane. 
I love those Scooby-Doo scenes. You know what the other Scooby-Doo scene I loved? When he uh, wanted to point something out and he'd go like... He would turn his body into an arrow. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That was fucking awesome. Which way, Scooby? He's like... Yeah, yeah. They did the boing too. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. No, because it was was such a recurring motif, but it was fun to watch as a kid because you were like, oh, how many Scooby stacks is it going to take for him this time? And some of them didn't make any sense. Like someone, I thought the guy was really scary. He would just do it for a Scooby snack. And I was like, bro, you got to hold out for four Scooby snacks there. But then sometimes there'd be guys, I'm like, that doesn't seem very scary. And he would, they'd give him the whole box. They'd have to give him the whole box. Shag would be like, come on, Scoob, I'll give you the whole box, man. And he's like, all right, Raggy, but only if you come with me. Yeah. I mean, how can you deny the whole box? Come on. What a great show. Dude, they literally just took the same formula and just did it like 50,000 times. They so were yeah. like, I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you. And Velma, like clockwork, dude. Velma losing her glasses. Fred mm-hmm. and Daphne going off to bang. Mm-hmm. Them being in a like mine shaft from the 1600s and Shaggy still somehow finding refrigerator with cold cuts and bread and mm-hmm. olives and pickles. Like, but also always, always uh, hopping onto a runaway coal track. Oh yeah. Always, always being like, we got to get out of here and getting in a, a mine cart. Yeah. And like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, does anything sound more delicious still? Very few things, at least to me are more delicious in my mind than some of those sandwiches that Shaggy made. Oh, in yeah. Scooby-Doo episodes. Which the worst thing, too, when you put it in human form is you think that it'll be just as good, but then you make this monstrosity of a deli meat-sized sandwich, and one, you can't even fit your mouth around it. No. But two, it is not even appetizing. Remember <laughs> he would... so over the top. It's Remember he'd make the sandwiches that were, like, two feet tall, and you were like, how is mm-hmm. he going to eat this? And then they would change how he'd eat it every time. Like, sometimes... He would turn it sideways oh, yeah. and eat it like a, a corn on the cob. Sometimes he would just press it down, like, and it just became one sandwich, and then he would eat it. Sometimes he'd have to open his mouth a little bigger, and you were like, man. I remember, I think I made one of those sandwiches once. I made, like, it was probably, like, a foot tall, and I just used, like, half a loaf of bread and just... The only meat we had was like hard salami. So it was just like piece of bread, hard oh. salami and mustard. Piece of bread, hard salami oh. and mustard. Piece of, and my mom or someone came home and they're like, Where's all the bread? Where's all the salami? And I was just like, like And then you're like, Mom, I think rubbing my, my stomach eating. like, Oh my god, why did I do this? Yeah. Yeah. Your stomach looks like an alien's about to pop out of it. It's so it's grumbling so bad. Basically. It's just like, oh, and, and, the, and also, I used to, alien or I used to really alien want, bursts um, out of your stomach and rips your eyeballs out. Okay, take a breath. They should start doing that. Start I, like re, refilming old movies, but making them like food alternative villains. Alien, but with a salami alien. Uh, what's another okay? One? What's another one? We'll get there. You got nothing else? That was it. It's sci-fi. Well, uh, uh, oh, uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey, but it's the McDonald's drive-thru window. Uh, what, how, does that, how does that fit together? You know how in 2001 A Space Odyssey, it's like the red dot or whatever? Yeah, the is ship. The bad guy yeah, the robot in the ship. The yeah, astronaut. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like the ship, but it's the whole movie's in a McDonald's drive-thru. But those are, pe- those are people talking to you so in it's, the drive-thru. It's... McDonald's, the 2001 McDonald's Odyssey. No, the, there's no people. Uh, yes, there are. The people are. Uh, there's. Oh, I don't okay, know what about what about like War of the Worlds? The car, people in the McDonald's mixed with 
uh, cloudy with the chance of meatballs. So it's just the giant spaghetti monster is like the giant War of the Worlds alien things that come down and they're like, instead of those big long legs, okay, those are I like pieces that. of spaghetti. And they're... I don't hate that. I don't even remember. I don't even know if I've seen that movie. Didn't they remake that with Tom Cruise? I was going to say, they did. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, what if it's... Um, Who wrote that book? H.G. Wells? Is that an H.G. Wells? Yeah, it sounds right. What if there was... Um, Okay, what if it's Charles uh, Dickens? Predator. Predator, but it's it's just um that duck chick from the McDonald's. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The duck? Who the fuck? I was thinking I was thinking Predator, but the Predator is a pineapple. Why would it be a pineapple? I don't know. I feel like it's the closest thing that could come to mind that kind of looks like the Predator a little bit. It's got all okay. the scales on it. Maybe it's okay. the top head and opens up its mouth and is Birdie the early so I bird. Like, I don't think it's that crazy. Bur- Birdie Ooh, the early bird. She was a she was a McDonald's. She was part of the McDonald's crew. Dude, you ever see a guy that just reminds you of Grimace? Yes, occasionally. Usually, wait, isn't Grimace the? Oh, I'm thinking of the hamburger alert. No, he's it's like the Grimace. slow purple one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, no, I do remember Grimace. Yes, but they usually have to be wearing a purple shirt typically. Okay, all right. Really I've seen some people that just, me, in but... their mannerisms, I'm like, oh, if, if Grimace was a real human being, I think that's who they'd be. So I mean, not to be the meanest person in the world, but I mean, there's a decent amount of people that have the body shape of Grimace. Oh, whoa. For, I'd say it's probably the most common shape in America. Yeah. Probably. Um, I would agree. Okay. Was there any... Why was he um, called Grimace? Why was he called... Wow. Wow. I've got, I was still, why was he called Grimace? Uh, great question. Great question that I, I don't mm-hmm. have an answer to. What uh, Did you well, have any, any topics, anything that you wanted to get to the bottom of with our remaining time today? Uh, there, well, I guess something that kind of uh, caught me, do you, just from our most recent conversation, do you remember ever like collecting the toys? Were toys in the fast food bag ever a popular thing with you? Oh, I mean, yeah, they came with all the Happy Meals. Yeah. Why do you think they don't... Do they still do that? Why do you think that died? Actually, I think I just read something today that they're not putting toys in them anymore. At least plastic toys. No, because they were like, this is how we can be environmentally friendly. And then everyone was like, oh, but Uh, you also, like, aren't all the cows you're killing? And then they're like, shh, 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 shh. We're taking the toys out of Happy Meals, okay? Okay, you can't have it all, okay? Okay, okay, okay. Um, We're doing our best. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, yeah, but I, I think the reason why they kind of like, because dude, remember they, they used to push that shit hard. Like on all the oh, TV yeah. channels, they would be like, collect all 10 Inspector Gadget pieces and build your own Inspector Gadget for a limited time at McDonald's. Dude, and we lost our fucking minds. Of course, we lost our minds. Dude. Of course, and but I think then people were like, isn't this kind of like marketing towards children? And isn't that kind of a bad thing? And everyone was, and of course they were like, what? Come on, every every kid deserves a toy at the, the McDonald's. Come on, what are you talking about? And then someone was like, no, that's like kind of exactly. It's the same reason they took the ball pits out of there and the playgrounds and everything. Is that kind of a new age thing where people start giving a shit about children's safety? I feel like that's kind of a new thing that people started really. Oh, I mean, it, about. it. I feel like it probably started for real in like the nineties. Yeah, 
Like when we were growing up, I think it first started because kids used to, like kids used to just die all the time. Kids used to be able to buy whatever they wanted. You know, kids could like kids were literally kids like kids wouldn't see their parents for days sometimes. Like did, I mean, like the 80s, the 80s, I think, were like the latchkey kids um, and the 60s. Oh, what does that mean? That was just like both their parents were working for the first time, so they would just have to leave a key or have their own key to get in their house after school, whatever it was. Like that used to never be a thing in the in the seventies. I, I I'm gonna be honest. The set like who the fuck? No one knows what was going on in the seventies. Like seventies, everybody was just high. Yeah, kids yeah, were, were high. In the sixties and fifties, dude, there were so many kids. Like kids, kids would just die like all the time. Like kids would just die. I mean, they would just. I've, I've told you, it's probably, I've probably said in the podcast before, that story of just like, uh, I remember at the end of my street, I was building a snow fort where all the, the snow plow had pushed all the snow one year. And like me and my friends were and digging tunnels and stuff body? through it. No, but we were building the fort. My dad came out. He's like, hey, be careful. And I was like, why? And he's like, oh, I was your age. You know, we'd build these forts and the plows just kept coming. And one kid just got buried in there and they found him five days later when the snow thawed out. And everything oh, melted. I yeah, don't think you ever mentioned that? Oh, Holy dude, it was. Shit. We were like, we we're like, I'm 12. <laughs> like it was one of those moments where you're just like, what <laughs> the fuck? But literally, he was like, yeah, like so many kids would play in those things, and the plows would just come keep pushing snow, and they just pushed more snow on top of a kid, I think, and it just collapsed on him. And he just died. And my dad was just like, yep, that was just like a Tuesday. And I was just like, what the Jeez. fuck? Yeah. So they just avalanched the kid. Yeah, basically, and I think so. Yeah, I think the 90s is really when um the caring about kids took off of course there was some stuff before that you know there was like the hey maybe there shouldn't be a cartoon character like for every cigarette company you know so there were some there were some things that happened before that that were like hey maybe maybe they gave camel, a little bit of a shit about the kids yeah maybe the camel cigarette camel shouldn't have his own like comedy show for kids maybe we shouldn't do that um but then i think you know like with most things that happen i think we've sort of overshot now like i think we were on the right track and then they made dare and and all this other stuff Mm. and now we've kind of gotten into the realm of like do do people truly ever stop being kids now do like legitimately like every kid now when they grow up they want to be a youtuber or like an influencer content creator Mm. Which is like that is a that is a job that children would like, right? Because they're just like, I have a bunch of money and I make videos on the YouTube, right? I mean, it sounds like a pretty good. Li- I mean, yeah, it sounds right for for a, my life. for a kid, right? But it, but then also like <laughs> people, the way people have arguments now, like you, there's no middle ground. It's always like people argue how children argue, where they're like, I'm always right, I'm I'm never wrong. Like people read argue like uh, people both people walk away from arguments being like I was right and that other person is a big stupid nincompoop. Right? There's no more like walking around away being like, Oh, okay, that was a good point, good perspective. It's like, No, I'm I'm smart, you're dumb. And you're dumb, I'm smart. And then they're like and then the everyone's favorite things in the world are uh movies about superheroes. Or sequels that came uh, that okay. sequels of movies that came out when we were kids, like that's the most popular media now. No one's grown up. Like, is, well, is it, truthfully, is every there... everyone's like, society is being run by children? I think, and this is mm-hmm. why the world is ending because children 
can't get shit done. What happens if the world doesn't end? There's my next question. Then we we will literally wipe ourselves out. You can't have mm-hmm. a society that's based on children. We 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 will have it will be like children of the corn. Like it will be unsafe to go places because everyone who lives in that place will just be a community of children that like have their own thing. Mm. That's my thought. Okay. And they won't have to, they won't ever have to grow up or do anything because we'll have robots doing everything. And they will be like, they'll all be doing, they'll all be just watching Marvel movies that (laughs) were made by robots. And they'll be like 55 years old. They'll be like, did you see the trailer for the new Spider-Man? I feel very targeted in that attack, but I do wonder, like, is there any end to the Marvel movies? There's not, dude. They've introduced the multiverse now. And they're like, we can, basically, that allowed them to be like, we can connect any Marvel thing we make ever to any other Marvel thing. And it will always make sense. Like, they've gotten to the point now, they're like, Oh, you know how, spoiler, Iron Man died in that movie? Well, guess what? Uh, the Iron Man in the other universe didn't die. So guess what? We're going to restart the whole Iron Man franchise because he's alive in the multiverse. And then people, you know, people will be 70 years old in a couple of years and they'll be like, do you guys see the new, <laughs> the new Iron Man trailer that's coming out? That's what we're Dude, they're literally people are hyped up. about the Batman trailer that's coming out this weekend. Bro, they're like, are you, guys, that, that are you guys excited for the are you guys excited for Right. But it's like, you know who else is hyped? Little children. <laughs> so just I mean Sorry, I'm trying to protect my youth, bro. My bad. Right, but at what cost? At, at the at the cost of I all of society? Either I either I turn to investment banking and I become a corporate drone, or I try to tap into my childhood. I can't go right there. I Mm-mm. fail there. That's wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't know where to look. I don't know what to do. We need we need to start we need to we okay, here's here's the solution. Um you are no longer allowed to buy food at grocery stores. Um you are no longer allowed to have companies build your homes for you. And um, you are no longer allowed to use your phone for anything but calls, texts, and Google searches. And that's how we fix the world. Because then Why people the have to Why the people people have to start. Do you know Do you know how hard it would be to build your own house? Oh yeah, that'd be a fit. Do you know how difficult it would be living in a house that you built yourself? You know what I'd probably live out of? I'd probably just be living out of a garbage bag, a Costco like right. industrial garbage bag. Right, and you'd be right at home in L.A. But for most people, they would want a home. So I think that that would that would make a lot of people mature pretty quickly if they were like, if we if mm. we knocked down a bunch of houses and no more could be built, and we were like, go build your own house. Speaking of maturity. Did you know that Olivia Rodrigo is 18 years old and that she was in Bizarre Vark on the Disney Channel and she was in This is the why I tell you to series? close your browser when we record podcast episodes. But How did you even get a... there? How did you even get there? 
We said something before that made me think of a. What did we say? What did we say? I can't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember. (laughs) I can't remember. We said something, and it got me on the Olivia Rodrigo track. I think oh, it was influencer. If every, if anyone is wondering why, if every, if anyone is wondering why, at times Mike sounds like he's un, he's not checked in or he's not on topic in the podcast. It's because he has a browser in front of him. That's the first problem. But with 50,000 tabs open that he just keeps adding to by being like, how old is Olivia Rodrigo? Uh, how many spider bites is too many spider bites on the back of your Oh, leg? bro, I literally, I cannot believe you even said that. I have a super weird spider bite. I think it's a spider <laughs> bite on the back of my leg. I was freaking out that it might be something worse, that like Dude. I might have some kind of infestation, but I'm pretty sure that I don't because I've only got one bite in the back of my leg, but holy shit, was it bad. It was like a collection of like 10 bites. It was, it was weird. It was bad. So it's weird that you say... Did we accomplish anything here today? Were we trying to accomplish anything? I think we were trying to make something funny. Did we do that? I don't think... I think we've been missing on that in a, for a while. That's good. But now the public knows that Olivia Rodrigo is 18 years old. I'm sure they, they were already a very, uh, Maybe. They're sure. ever in a very scandalous picture on People Magazine. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll let you end on that. You can end on that. And, um... Again, we have no sponsors this week because why would we? And um, as always, uh, you can follow me everywhere, uh, but you already do. So um, as you can tell, we're working hard to make this show better and funnier. And um, we think that at this rate, that will take negative 265 years. So keep the listening. The world's already going to be over by then. Dude, it's going to be it's fine. It's going to be run by right. children by I'm, then. We won't have the rights to I'm the podcast. I'm just waiting for a robot that can do this better than me, and then I will replace myself with him, and I will go build my own house. All right. Go. Thank you for so. listening, everyone. We'll see you next time.